Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Michael David there with Wave After Wave. Before then, Dlandla Mazibug was singing Udumo and Jay Moss starting off uh, that triple play with what I now officially consider a classic, We Must Praise. Indeed, we must. Uh, with whatever talents and God and gifts that uh, the good Lord has given us with, we must praise Him. And you know, some people don't believe that uh, you're praising when you use your gift. But who was it? Ah. Oh! I can't believe it. The name escapes me now. Uh, um, a runner, like a marathon runner who was well-respected all over. And um, she was quoted as saying, I can feel God's pleasure when I run because that's exactly what they were born to do. And so when they're doing it, they can sense God smiling down on them, just going, you go, <laughs> you go, boy, you go, girl, do your thing. And, and so, and this is how we must be as well in, in the gifts and the talents that God has given us. We must feel his pleasure when we do them. It's the Ultimate Lifestyle Guide with me, Bonolo Ngozi. We're in the third and final hour of the program today. Um, so we are continuing about a week or two ago we were talking about faith confessions we've been doing a whole thing on faith we just keep taking breaks in between uh to discuss other things Uh, but yeah we've been doing a a series on faith breaking it down you know from the nitty-gritties um into where we are now where we we're pretty much at the end of it right uh but the week before last we're talking about the seven types of faith words found in the scripture because we had to deal with uh, the one of the key uh, issues of faith, which is what actually comes out of our mouth, confession. So, Pastor Bonza Shonga is on the line to take us through uh, these. We'll do like a little mini revision, Yana, and then we will get into what we are discussing today. How are you doing, sir? I am well. I am great. And how are you doing? I am doing very well myself. Um <laughs> Yeah, so before we, we jump into life and death, can we, for those who might have missed the seven types of uh, faith was found in the scripture when we started the whole talking about the confession part of faith is concerned, do you mind going through it a bit, starting with faith confession um, and then going to the decree and command? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it as we go. Absolutely. So we spoke about the fact that you have faith confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, a confession means to confess. So it's almost like when you've done wrong, to admit that something exists is a confession. Right. But there's also to confess something right, something that God says is yours. When you admit that it's so, you confess. We then spoke about a faith decree. Yes. A decree is a royal word. It is king. And, and legislators that work through decree. Yes. So a decree literally meant to end all other options. And this is your only option. Yes. So a decree, for instance, would be file annual tax returns once a year. <laughs> that cuts out the option of every five years or every two months. There's a decree. And so the word amen, we said, was a decree. Yes. Uh, the other one was a faith command, right? Yes, we moved on to command. A command means you give an order. It's mm. a military word. Yes. So whosoever shall say to this mountain, I add in there, I command you to be cast into the sea. 
mm-hmm. uh, and does not doubt, but he shall have what he has commanded. Yes. So the way, one of the ways that the, the word of God comes out of our mouth is through a command. We also have a prophecy. Yes. Prophecy means I speak God's words on behalf of God to someone else. So I'm a conduit. Yes. So that's when you say, um, Oh body, hear the words of the Lord. Mm-hmm. By his stripes you were healed. Right? So I am telling my body to hear what God said. That's a command. We also have a faith vow where the prophet said, um, if, 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 if God, if I be a man of God, this shall be. Yes. If, if for as long as the Lord lives, this shall be. Mm. There's two more. Do you remember them? Yes, I do. There's faith, faith declaration and faith claim. Help us out here. Ah, so a faith claim. So when you claim, it's like when you send an invoice. Now, when you send an invoice to someone, you are asking them to pay you. Yes. But this is not an asking someone to pay you like asking someone for a lift in the street. Asking someone for a lift in the street, they don't owe you a lift. Mm-hmm. A lift. But a claim is when you are asking for something because you already know before you ask that it's yours. Mm-hmm. Now, if we ask anything according to his will, we know that we have what we ask, and we receive the request that we make of it. Yes. So this is a faith claim. It means you ask God, but you don't ask Him wondering what's going to happen. You ask Him because you've already seen the promise. Mm. So you are actually claiming it as yours. And the last one is declaration. So yes. to declare is to make, make manifest what cannot be seen. Uh, hence, we declare our income. To the tax man. Yes. Wow, we're using the tax man a lot. <laughs> be- He'll be happy to hear and this. A, a big reason is that prayer is actually a legal function. Hmm. That's why our our examples come a lot from king uh, declaration. It's because actually prayer is a legal transaction. We need to talk and about so this one day. We absolutely must, because yeah. uh, most people think of prayer as an emotional, emotional. transaction, y- yes. but it's actually a legal transaction. And so the last one is a faith declaration. It's like when Abram calls those things that be not as though they were, mm-hmm. right? So it means to declare, to make manifest. And so those were the seven types of faith confession. Or words that are are divine that, that we can use. Ah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for going through them and reminding us once more. Uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, uh, these are available on our Radio Pulpit website under podcast. So look for um, the Ultimate Lifestyle Guide under podcasts, and then, yes, you will find it right there. But today we're talking, um, continuing with faith confessions, a very popular scripture, right, that we've all heard time and time again. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Uh, it's probably one of those that we all assume we know what it means, uh, but maybe we might not be as clued up as as we think we are. What, what is this scripture about in Proverbs 18 verse um, 
21. Well, you know, it goes with another one that says you are ensnared by the words of your mouth. But Yes. But, but um, I, I love this one. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And those who love it, who love the tongue, I guess, will eat its fruit. Yes. Um, and and I think with everything that we did last week, so, I mean, it adds up to it, right? Because if, it, if we've seen examples of faith declarations, faith uh, confessions, faith, uh, all those seven types that we use, mm-hmm. then you realize that the tongue is, is powerful. And I think it's, you know, we would hope that every listener can begin to be sensitive to the life and death switch sure. in their tongue. Mm. That they get used to the fact that you're speaking life. Life is what gives expression to something, right? And death ends all expression from someone. Right. So we know someone's alive because they are they they get expression in this world we know they're dead because they no longer have expression and impact in the world in in the present tense mm-hmm. and so so our tongue is able to give life to things and it's also able to end things and and we should be so aware of that because otherwise when you're not aware of that you can speak curses upon yourself and blessings upon your problems. Sure. It is actually so easy, and the world trains us to do this, to learn to curse ourselves while blessing our problems, our enemies, our issues. Hmm. So, so, you know, we have things that, that some people just get used to it, so... Anytime, say, you do something, you make a mistake, you know, people have, have like, these habits, like, you go, oh, I'm so stupid. Yes. Oh, I'm so dumb. Yeah. And can you imagine speaking death to your mind as a habit? Hmm. I'm sure saying it once is probably, you know, not, not, not such a problem. But can you imagine now this is a habit, and if we sit with you by the end of the year, you have cursed your mind a thousand times, if not three thousand times. Sure. And you've said, I'm so stupid. I'm even, I'm getting a headache. Just just say the words. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I seriously am feeling my head tensing up and, ah. And this is not a headache I should not admit. This is a headache I accept. I am fine to have a headache every time I say this. Because I shouldn't. But it's amazing how there are people who have that as a general habit to say, I'm so stupid. Now, that's speaking death to your mind. And what you should be saying is, oh, I'm so intelligent. Man, am I smart. Now, if you repeat that a thousand times, you are speaking life. You are blessing the functioning of your mind. And so this is life and death mm-hmm. that is on your tongue, right? And 
and and you know it can it can also be towards things outside of yourself you know isaiah 54 is a scripture it says no weapon formed against you shall prosper mm-hmm. right and it says every tongue that rises against you you shall condemn, condemn. yes and we see an example of speaking death there Mm-hmm. where you should be having a simple thing that says, listen, when a weapon is formed against me, it fails. Now that's what you should be calling stupid and unsuccessful. Yeah. Anything negative that's spoken against me, oh man, it ends up in embarrassment, right? Mm-hmm. That's speaking condemnation to every tongue that rises against you in judgment. So, so we should learn this, that our mouth has the ability to curse and to bless. Mm -hmm. And we should not curse the wrong thing and bless the wrong thing. We should not be cursing weapons formed against me. We should not be saying, ah, every time the devil comes for me, he succeeds. Well, there you go now, (laughs) blessing the attacks of the enemy. You should be saying, the works of the enemy against me have been defeated. Christ has defeated the enemy, mm-hmm. he's made an open show of him, he has walked in in procession in the street, uh, that's Colossians 2.15, by the way, mm-hmm. and you see, when you speak that on the weapons of the enemy, when you speak that against the enemy, when you speak that against problems, uh, when you speak that the fig tree is cursed from the root, right, that anything that seems to bring me life, but actually doesn't in term, intend to be fruitful on my behalf, mm-hmm. it rots from the root. It, it cursed from the root. Now, you're cursing the right thing, the fig tree. You're speaking death to the fig tree, mm-hmm. not yourself. And you speak life to yourself. Speak life to your brothers and sisters in the Lord. Speak life to your family. Speak life to the things that matter. Speak life to your business. And speak death to the things that should die, which are the works of the enemy. And so this is so important. Uh, It's really strange that, you know, some people even see it as being humility. Sure. That's disturbing. A lot of people think it's humble to keep saying, oh, no, I'm not so smart. Oh, no, I'm not so talented. And it sounds like humility, but it's it's not. It's actually a self-imposed curse. (laughs) You know, so many people teach about curses that come from the kingdom of darkness. Right. And and what many people miss is that the highest level of cursing does not come from our enemies, Hmm. does not come from the enemies of the cross. It usually comes from our own mouth. Sure. If you you listen to your own speaking and then practice listening to other people speaking, you'll realize how much of when the Bible says every tongue that rises against you in judgment, Hmm. you will condemn, you'll realize how much of those judgments that rise against us in judgment, those tongues, actually come from ourselves. Sure. And have actually become language. 
I mean, I'll give you one in, 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 you know, I may make enemies here, but it's fine. I'll give you one from a religious perspective. Mm-hmm. I know people who are taught that it is humility to continually call themselves sinners. Sure. And yet God says I'm we are the sinner. righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Uh, but yeah, are you saved by grace or are you a sinner? Hmm. If you're saved by grace, please continue saying, I am saved by grace. Um, and it, it's very common where they consistently say, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. Well, keep speaking it into being, right? Call forth those things that be not <laughs> as though they were. In the end, then someone is overwhelmed by a certain sin. Mm-hmm. And you don't know you are reaping your confession of five years ago because you've set it up as a statute for your life. And and then we have these normal life ones of, um, so I, I remember this one person, I ended up telling them, but can you please stop saying that you're not smart? Because every mistake, the, the response they would say would not be, oh, I just messed up. Yeah. The response would be, oh, I'm so stupid. Now, remember, this carries everything we taught in confession, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The four P's. It's personal. It's present tense. Mm-hmm. Right? I am this. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that's so definitive that you are calling forth stupidity and silliness and foolishness into into one's life. So we really have to learn to manage our tongue, huh? The, the, the book of James talks about the tongue and it says that the tongue is a small part of our body. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a rudder on a big ship. That a big ship, you can direct it if you can just turn, learn which way to turn the rudder. And in the same way, if we can turn our tongue away from negativity to ourselves, mm-hmm. away from death to ourselves, away from 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 evil upon ourselves and turn our tongue to life, to blessing, to goodness upon ourselves, mm-hmm. our tongues would begin to to we, we would actually shift our lives towards blessing, towards life, towards goodness, towards what we will appreciate when it shows up in our tongue. So life and death is indeed in the power of the tongue. Please hold that thought. We're going to go to some music by Lulu Dikana, a song aptly named Life and Death. Um, and then I want us to to talk to people who have are listening to you and they're seeing themselves, literally, they're seeing themselves in what you're saying. And they are now essentially very worried, if not terrified, that, you know, that there's no turning back, that there's no hope, that it's that they're too far gone because they've been saying this for so long. And what to do then? Will you stick around and tell us? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. All righty. No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657 AM.